0: Welcome to Got You Covered, presented by Hickok & Boardman Insurance Group, the podcast where we unpack the countless ways in which insurance affects our lives, and so you can properly manage your unique risk. Welcome everybody to another episode of Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. I'm your host, Ryan Lee, client advisor with the firm, and today we are talking about one of my favorite coverages to discuss with clients, and also probably one of the most misunderstood coverages, I would say. It's business income and extra expense. Today I brought in two Colleagues of mine, I would call them ex- experts on the subject, but we're going to have some fun here and talk a little bit of business income. So today I have Rich Smith. He's a vice president with the firm, client advisor. I also have John Smith, a client advisor with the firm. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank you for having us.
1: Yeah,
0: It's great to have you guys. So um, before we kick things off with a riveting conversation of business income, um, I want to know a little bit more about both of you and your backgrounds. So Rich. Sure. How did you get into insurance?
1: Well, Ryan, I grew up in Connecticut, and I was surrounded by people working in the insurance business. And my grandfather was in the insurance business. He was an engineer for IRI insurance, and my father was an actuary with the Hartford Insurance Group. All my neighbors were in the insurance business growing up, so that seemed to be where the opportunities were and followed their path. That's awesome. Uh, Yep. So... It's been 41 years and still enjoy enjoy it.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, a little uh, shorter time for me, Ryan. Um, But uh, as Rich alluded to, I also grew up uh, with a father in insurance and grandfather and many family members. Um, I uh, originally started on the health and benefits side of things um, and then uh, transitioned over to uh, property and casualty and uh, working here at H&B up in Vermont.
0: Love it. And uh, you guys, just to, you know, Clear the air here. You guys related or Stowe's huh.
2: finest father-son insurance team. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that's
0: such a fun, dynamic duo,
1: and it must make going to work really fun every day. I know my daughter, his sister enjoys hearing about our tales. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's let's get into this here. Business income. Wow. What a what a misunderstood. Uh, line of coverage
1: on property insurance, huh? It is. Um, you know, business income, business interruption insurance, the, the the easy way to look at it is the the intent is to pay the client the lost revenue after a covered loss. And, um, you know, our job is to help our clients identify what that potential exposure could be and how... We can cover them to avoid having their business go under because they don't have income or revenue coming in after a loss. Yeah.
0: You think about like how often a a, a client comes up to you and say, well, I, I just need to protect my building and my stuff right? But it's a lot more than that, right?
2: I mean, you think about, you know, I guess uh, for me, I'm always learning through, you know, different examples. And in this, you think of, let's use a restaurant as an example. Sure. Yeah, you have your building, you have your stuff, as you put it, but what if you were to shut down due to a fire or different covered loss? You have loss of revenue, you have employee payroll to think about, you have potential relocation fees to think about. Um, This is what encompasses business income and business interruption insurance. It's, you know, you don't always think, uh, what else could happen if there were a covered loss? This is what you need to be thinking about. Right.
0: Right. And, and the, the whatever period of time, you know, you might need those expenses reimbursed or the, that revenue reimbursed right while you're getting yourself back up. So here's a question for you guys. What triggers a business income loss?
2: Yeah, sure. I'll take that one. Um, you know, and the business income loss uh, would be triggered by you know we're saying covered loss. Of, yeah. You know, let's say there was a fire in your building and you had to shut down. Um, say there was you know okay a tree came through the window and you needed time to repair your building before people could come in and start spending money at your business again. This is what triggers the business income loss when you have that loss of revenue, loss of income. And also, you know, the other outlying factors that you need to stay afloat as a business while you're getting, you know, your property back up and, you know, back up to code to, yep. you know, yep. whatever yep. repairs needed to be done.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. Think think of it it's a it's a form of property insurance. So mm-hmm. you have to have a covered peril a p- covered property peril to trigger the coverage to, to kick in. So it, it tracks very closely with your property insurance and that's probably the simplest way of looking at it. If you're going to have a covered property peril under your business insurance for your building, that would also play through to your business interruption business income loss,
0: right? So the the listeners out there who are thinking, okay, like how do, you know, I lost money this month in my business from some factor that happened. Well, did you have a physical loss to your property, right? That's right. what we're saying. Right. That's yeah. It's really interesting how that works, but you can understand, uh, at least as I understand it, the um, the intent originally was, like you said, John, you know, to get back on your feet after you've already had damage to your physical property.
2: Right, and I guess it's you know thinking about the questions such as how long would it take to get my business back to whole, back to where I was after a covered loss right and that's where you have all these associated expenses that you may not think oh property insurance but really it's the loss revenue it's the potential relocation cost mm-hmm. you still have to be paying insurance and perhaps taxes and loan payments that you have while you're not getting that income from what your business is doing every single day yeah seems like a
1: lot to keep track of <laughs> it is and going through a business inter- interruption loss is never pleasant yeah um been through too many of them, and the best advice I can give you is keep very good records, have them accessible, and have have know what your expenses were prior to the loss and know what your revenue yeah was prior to the loss, and how you've been tracking um, yeah you know if you if you've been your business has been doing well and you're going up x percent per month prior to a loss, you need to be able to prove that yeah. When you're talking to clients, um,
0: how do you how do you help guide them on uh, how much to to purchase? You know, well, six months worth of business income, three months worth of business income, or full twelve months worth of bu- business income.
1: Yeah, it it depends on the business. Um, it really does. If it's if it's a main street retail business, they're probably on a business owner's policy and they're getting. Actual loss sustained for the 12-month period following a covered mm-hmm. loss. If it's a manufacturer or a larger business or, or a daycare or schools, we'll sit with them and help them walk through a worksheet that helps yeah. identify how much coverage uh, they should purchase. Could you, you
0: mentioned something that maybe some of the listeners aren't aware of, or some of <clears throat> them are, but you mentioned actual loss sustained. That's an interesting piece of this conversation. Do you want to just comment on that versus the difference between actual loss sustained and maybe scheduling a specific amount of business income
1: on your policy? Sure. The the wording in the contract all reads actual loss sustained. Um, that's that's what the carrier will pay. Yeah. But when you have a business owner's policy, it's not capped at a dollar amount. It's the actual loss sustained based on what you've had for revenue and expenses prior to your covered loss when you have to pick a scheduled amount of business interruption insurance that's where you need to to validate it you look at the worksheet and you walk through that and they're not easy they they can be complicated but it's it's worth it to go through the exercise and you should work with your agent on doing that yeah that's a good it's a good tip, Rich. Yeah, and I'll just
2: uh, to piggyback off that point. When a loss does happen, um, and you know, for those non-business owners policies, where it is not just loss actual loss sustained, the carriers are going to hire a forensic accountant. They're going to yep. come in and review the books to make sure that you know, a, that you were keeping clean records, um, but b, that what they are paying for for the loss is actually what they should be paying. Yep. Um, so there's no way of whether seeing it as a profit or seeing it as Oh, I I was paying this employee x amount, actually, Uh, they're going to come in and scrub those books. And they are going to find out what that actual dollar amount that they should be paying. Yeah. And to that point,
0: uh, john, we've we've commented on it briefly already. But would you or, or rich like to just comment a little bit again, just for the listeners? How they can best prepare for a potential business income loss? How to have all that ready and locked and loaded? Yeah, and you know it
2: really is just making sure that you have clean records of your expenses, of your revenues. Then I'm talking payroll. I'm talking you know Mm -hmm. rent cost and. you know any sort of taxes and applicable loans that you may have. Um, you need to have all of that categorized, and so that you, as a business owner, excuse me, um, can make that decision of, hey, if I do have one of these covered losses, how long is it going to take me to become whole again? Is mm-hmm. it going to be that three month period, that six month period, that twelve month period? Are there potentially going to be? extra expenses uh, that might come into play as well. And that's where the business income and extra expense insurance would kick in.
0: I get this question
1: a lot. What, what's an example of an extra expense? Sure. A good a good example of an extra expense is if you, let's say you have a professional business that uses uh, technical equipment, a dental office or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So they, they have a fire and they can't operate. Well, the insurance company to help lessen their loss, they don't They want to wait for a new building to be built. They want you to go out, rent a space, rent equipment, mm-hmm. get your clients coming in, get revenue coming in, pay your employees. So they'll pay for the um, extra expense to rent a location, rent that equipment, over time to bring in extra people to, to help you reduce that business income loss. And that's... Really that that's the intent is to help reduce the business income and loss and that's something that doesn't always come with every business income policy that's
0: correct yeah, yeah. you got you gotta talk to your agent for sure and make sure that you're getting the uh not just business income but the extra expense or rental value that you may may need right right any other thoughts on on that or?
2: No, and I think I just I keep circling back to this point is you need to talk to your agent and you need to have this documented and Mm -hmm. need to as a business owner know, hey, if you know, a loss were to happen, how am I going to a remain in business a keep my employees and also, if I need to say relocate or have that extra expense. It can be a lot to think about, um, but again, that is what your insurance agent is there to talk to you about.
0: Oh, man. You said keep your employees. That's that's huge. That's huge in today's world. I mean, how many businesses do you talk to that are just struggling to find talent and then imagine losing your talent because you didn't have the proper business income to help retain your employees during a situation like
1: that? Right. Yeah, It's it's communicate with your agent. Share your thoughts with them. If, if your intent is to try to retain not only your key employees, but your regular employees, buy the insurance to cover that. Mm-hmm. Talk to your agent. Make sure you're buying it. What other business income <clears throat> scenarios should we be considering? Well, we talked about extra expense. You want yep. You always want to address that. Another one to think about is, in, and especially in today's climate uh, with lack of supplies and things like that, it, it's, it's called contingent business interruption. Yep. So if you're a manufacturer and you're making a product that is dependent on a certain product to come from one supplier and you don't have another supplier to go to, you can protect that source of income if they have a covered property loss at their facility so your business won't suffer you'll you'll still have your income covered be, because you're not getting that part yeah there's some there's some businesses that i've run into that they,
0: they don't even have more than
2: one option for a particular part
0: right
1: so
2: that's essential yeah yeah it definitely uh, essential when you think about um, that's also, you know, a question we asked too. Hey, you know, as you just said, Ryan, um, are there multiple sources you could be getting certain products from when you talk to say a manufacturer or someone assembling different parts? And if the answer is no, and if the answer is this is the one person or one place I can get this, the next question as an insurance mm-hmm. agent needs to be talking about contingent business interruption. Yep.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. This has been good guys. I mean, business <laughs> income, I think you could talk about, The three of us could talk about for hours and hours probably, but um, we gave the listeners a little sampler today. Um, Before I let you go, and I am putting you a little bit on the spot, but do either of you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share
1: with the listeners about
0: business income?
1: No. The only suggestion, we've already talked about it, is keep the lines of communication open with your agent. If you talk to your agent and describe what you want to try to protect – We can help try to figure out how how to purchase the right amount of coverage to protect yourself.
2: Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, I think Rich said it well. It really is just about looking at your business and what do I need to do to stay afloat to make sure that I can keep running my business should a covered loss happen. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks for your time, guys. It's been great having this conversation with you today. hope the listeners really appreciated it. Uh, This has been another episode of Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. We'll see you next time.